time as well, this time also I came up with something that's going to really help you improve your health, lose belly fat, and also as a functional nutritionist, I make sure that you get information that you can trust upon and also use in your daily life to achieve the results that you want to achieve. All right. So I am live now. So just let me know if you guys are live. Just say me, just wave your hand and say a hi in the group. All right. So today, uh, another episode of Belly Behind Belt Mastery Series, we're going to discuss about how to conquer your cravings, right? Sorry about that. So uh, today we're going to talk about how to conquer your cravings. Now, this is one of the important things that I've seen that people have a lot of issues with, not, not only everyone in the group, but also my clients have issues with this. A lot of them uh, suffer with cravings, right? So most of us are not able to achieve the desired results that we want only because we are not able to control our cravings. Now, there are a lot of aspects of it, which we're going to discuss today that most of us don't know about, particularly cravings, uh, is, you know, there are certain aspects and directions to it, which you will learn today. And I'm pretty sure this is an information that you can use for life have it as a guide with you and whenever you feel something is happening in terms of not able to controlling your food, you should understand that there is a reason behind it, right? So as a functional nutritionist, it becomes my responsibility. And, you know, like I said, this mastery series is all about sharing information that you can take back, use and see some results out of it. All right. So without any delay, let me, <coughs> let me get started with what I want to share today, right? So, awesome. So here we get started, right? So we're going to unlock the secrets to conquer your cravings today, right? So we're going to unlock all the secrets and you'll understand what, what actually triggers cravings and why do you have these cravings, right? So let's get started with the first aspect of it. Why do cravings trigger one of the primary reasons that most of us don't understand is nutritional deficiencies this is one of the primary reasons why anybody or somebody has his cravings towards sweet salty food or fried foods right i'm going to give you certain nutrients that you might want to check to see what kind of cravings you have which will tell us what specific nutrient is actually contributing to that Right. So the first one is if you're somebody who's craving for chocolate and sweets, you should check your magnesium deficiency. Right. Magnesium is a mineral that's going to trigger cravings for sweets and sugars. Right. So I know most of us claim about this. In fact, re recently in my Facebook group, I asked this question you know, about what is something that is going to create a lot of cravings for you. A lot of people answer the sugars. Now, most of us, you know, you see a lot of men specifically have this issue is because a lot of men very quickly get deficient with magnesium because of the physical activity or stress that they're going through, right? So this is one thing that you want to keep an eye on. <coughs> now, the second thing is if you're somebody who is actually uh, craving to have something like, uh, you know, something which is very icy, you know, something which is, uh, which is very uh, clay kind of foods, you know, that is that that you want to chew and eat kind of stuff, you know, that those kind of cravings are primarily because of iron deficiency. Now, this is pretty rare, but this is also one of the possibilities that you can come across. The third and the most important thing, and, and this is the second biggest, if you ask me, that people are facing as salty or savory foods. I know a lot of them inside the group when I asked this question said so, uh, salty foods, snacks, biryanis, and stuff like that, because 
they have zinc deficiency. Like magnesium, zinc also depletes pretty quickly if you're a man because of the physical activity that you're going through, right? So keep in mind that zinc is one of those minerals that you should always keep an eye on. So the best way to do it is basically supplement it. You can also get it through foods, which we'll discuss in a while, but you can, the best way to get zinc, zinc is to actually supplement it and let me know if you want because there's different uh you know different ways that zinc can be supplemented and there are various forms of zinc i want you to take the right form which suits your requirement like, like gluconate form or you know glycinate form and picolinate form theonate form all these forms right so we're going to discuss that in the next episodes or in the coming episodes but today we're going to focus on the deficiency so if you're somebody who is suffering from salty or savory food cravings, that's because of zinc. Now, the next one, this is again something which is pretty common. So somebody who is, uh, you know, craving for, you know, oh, you know, probably something which is fried food or, you know, fatty foods like fried rice and stuff like that, uh, you know, which are very, very fatty in nature, that is primarily because of omega-3 fatty acids deficiency. Now, omega-3 fatty acids are really important for a lot of functions inside the body. Uh, we, we, we can probably have a couple of episodes talking about only omega-3 fatty acids and how helpful they are. And, you know, what is the ratio of omega-3 and omega-6 that you should have in your nutrition? But that's for another day, right? So today we're going to talk about how omega-3 deficiency actually creates cravings on fatty foods. Now, watch out for this. If you're craving for something like fried rices, if you're craving something which are fatty foods, uh, which are, you know, uh, high fatty foods with sweets and stuff like that. Now, there are combinations, like I just said, in terms of having a magnesium deficiency and omega-3 fatty acid deficiency. So it is important to actually keep a check on these things, understand your body. And, you know, when you crave for something, first of all, you should think yourself, you know, whether is it for salty foods, whether it's the sugars that I want to eat, whether it is something like, you know, uh, you know, like we just discussed anything that is fatty that I want to eat right now. Understand your cravings. Once you understand your cravings, we can identify what is contributing to that deficiency, right? So what is contributing that uh, to that craving? You know, is it a you know nutrient deficiency or something else, right? So that is the first thing that you should pay attention to. Now, once you understand that, we can supplement the food or you can add foods that are rich in these vitamins and we can avoid these cravings. Now, how do we address these deficiencies? Like I said, there are basically three ways of understanding. First thing is adding foods like, you know, whole grains, nuts, seeds, you know, proteins and all this, which can actually help you address these deficiencies, right? So make sure that, you know, you add a lot of nuts and seeds and whole grains, like I said, uh, this is a basis of the nutrition, right? So if you're if you're adding whole foods like nuts, seeds, you know, greens, you know, proteins, all these will help us actually feel fuller at the same time, you know, address these deficiencies when we'll eventually talk about why feeling fuller is also important as part of addressing cravings, right? Now, second thing is the most effective way of doing this is supplementation. So for example, if you how do you get supplementation done now? I wouldn't recommend this if you're not getting your blood work checked, right? As a functional diagnostic nutritionist, what I do is I run my clients through labs, understand what are the vitamin deficiencies and mineral deficiencies that they're going through. And based on that, we'll supplement, right? So if you're understanding craving is the first step, getting your blood work done is a second step. And based on that is how we decide supplementation. So if you're somebody who is directly who's who's feeling one of these cravings and directly want to take a supplementation, I wouldn't ideally recommend it. I would actually run you through the blood work to understand if that is that is a deficiency that we're aiming at in the first place. 
right? <clears throat> awesome. Now, a third and important thing which I said is listening to your body, right? So without you understanding and listening to your body, you will not know what deficiency should, should you address, right? So now that you have this guide, whenever next time you have a craving post your meal to eat a sweet, you do understand that that is because of magnesium. Right? If you have a craving to eat a salty food or fatty food, you know whether it is zinc or omega-3. Right? So pay so pay attention to what your body is asking for. All right? Now, the second thing, fantastic fibers. The reason I named it five fantastic fibers is because of a lot of reasons which I will be discussing now. You know, this is one of the major contributors of why you feel cravings, right? So fibers are something which again, you know, divide into soluble fibers and insoluble fibers, but whatever type of fibers you're eating, make sure that you get enough fibers in the food. Here is the reason why you should good. I, mean, I could only do so many reasons because there are hundreds of reasons why you should have fibers in your diet. The first thing is regulating blood sugar levels. Now, if you are actually uh, having crashes post meal, which we will talk about in a separate episode about, post-meal fatigue, wherein you feel sleepy or tired post-sleep and wh what is the cause for it. But for today, let's talk about if there is something like that happening, if you have enough fibers that can actually reduce that. Now, a lot of people do not feel fuller after a meal and that's when they have little more space to, you know, that's what they say, a little more space to eat something else and something else that you're craving for. The reason for that is because your food is not rich in fibers. Now, once it's stabilized, so if you have a good amount of fibers, that will actually help you stabilize your sugar levels. When there is a slow release of glucose, most of the cravings will also go down, right? So your craving to eat high-calorie foods or sugary foods will actually go down, right? Now, second thing is enhances uh, satiety. Now, uh, this is something, uh, satiety is something that you have to focus on because a lot of people who, you know, uh, who want to lose weight or you know who want to get fit actually start eating less food which is not ideally good but eating less food is not a solution though and now uh, when you're eating less you should make sure that you get a lot of fiber from your food now if that is not something you're getting that's when you will not you'll not have the satiety around food and that you'll not feel fuller and you want to eat something else now when you get these cravings that is also because you're not eating enough fiber in the food Right. Again, it goes down to the basic thing that I was talking about is listening to your body again, whether it is sugar craving, sweet craving and whatever it is. Right. So that is the second step. And the first step is to understand why are you actually feeling hungry post a meal or why do you want to eat something post a meal is because there is not enough level of fibers in your food. Right. Third thing. Now, fiber is one of those uh, you know elements that can help you actually balance your mood. Right. So this will help you balance your uh, you know, gut brain axis, you know, for a lot of us who don't know gut and brain, there is a gut brain axis that that actually dominate the whole uh, metabolism in the body. And, you know, potentially, a lot of times your gut triggers certain hormones from your brain, which will actually help you respond in a certain way. So again, that does, you know, what are the hormones that are triggered by gut and everything else is, is a separate topic. But to, you know, but for, for us to make sure that, you know, gut does not trigger something that will actually make you eat something else, make sure that, you know, you are having a, probably, you know, you're someone who is, who's actually eating high fiber foods to actually reduce this emotional uh, breakdown post a meal or emotional breakdown between meals to eat something else. Okay. Now, you can also, fiber will also help you promote gut health, which will actually control your appetite. And, you know, it, 
it, it actually when when you there are certain combinations of fiber foods that can actually help you uh you know uh, reduce cravings for unhealthy foods right so uh, if you take whole foods and you know less processed foods once you eat that the craving to eat unhealthy foods goes down eventually right so focus on whole foods and you know foods like nuts seeds like we just discussed for, uh, greens vegetables fruits uh, nuts and seeds and proteins so that the craving to eat unhealthy foods go down when you keep yourself fuller that is the first solution of not create uh, you know having cravings right now few practical tips that you can take from this slide as basically or from this conversation that we're having right now as to add fruits and vegetables like we discussed you can actually supplement fibers as well there are certain fiber supplements that you can use and when you feel like snacking depend on high fiber snacks like you know nuts seeds and fruits again this is very individual specific but these are the few ways that you can get more fibers into your body all right now the most important thing is mastering nutrient timing now this is really important so this is not what actually you're thinking at this point of time which is like you know should i eat this food at this time and stuff like that but we'll talk about it as as a baseline as a foundation of what we're going to build on this right the first thing about the cravings is to mastering your nutrient timing so i will tell you about a hormone which is called ghrelin right so ghrelin is a hormone which is basically a hunger hormone that means your body will start producing this hormone when it is time for you to eat so it is important for you to actually maintain a certain timing around your meals every day to make sure the ghrelin production is happening uh, at the same time every day when you actually alter your timings every day body does not understand when to produce this hormone right so that's the first thing that you want to know about nutrient timing now uh, targeted nutrient uh, uh, pairing is really important so uh, you might have heard this before but let me tell you this again in a pretty easy way right so starting your meal with a protein or a vegetable is much more easier for you to actually avoid unhealthy snacks post meal that that way you can feel fuller but do not start your meal like uh, you know carbs you know pr primarily carbs like which are uh, you know rice white bread and stuff like that because that will not uh, improve your satiety right so make sure you start with vegetables you start with high fiber foods and you know high proteins and eat them slowly to not rush through your meal because if you're not uh, if you're not are mindful when you're eating you'll not understand how uh, you know what is that you're eating in the first place and also savoring those meals for some time you know enjoying those meals for some time will actually reduce your cravings as well you know that's again a research that we talk about now uh it is like i said preloading a meal right so this is very important there are two things that you can do to avoid cravings during the meal as well so first thing is preload with some some water so drink some water before your meal so that you don't you know you can control your cravings this is very much proven right so if you're somebody who is going to have your dinner or lunch to reduce the amount of food that you're going to eat in there i mean at least unhealthy food drink some water to make sure you know you reduce your cravings inside the meal that's the first thing and also start your meal like i said with fiber right you know like we discussed about the timings breakfast uh, is again uh, this is important thing right so circadian rhythm so everybody everybody has got something called a circadian rhythm that means uh, you know most of us don't understand this but we don't feel sleep, uh, hungry over the night because of a hormone called leptin right it is high during the nights so when it is high you don't feel hungry and the leptin goes down in the morning 
And that's when you should have your first meal because cortisol is a stress hormone goes up. To bring it down, you should have your first meal. That's the reason a lot of people who are doing intermittent fasting should know why they are doing it for and what specific purpose is that for. Generally, adapting to an intermittent fasting diet for fat loss is not a great solution and not a sustainable solution, right? Which again, we'll talk about some other day. But, you know, remember that it is important to have your breakfast as well to make sure, you know, you balance your hormones. And that's when a lot of people suffer with insulin dysregulations. A lot of people suffer with cholesterol levels because they are not controlling their hormones by avoiding breakfast right now mindful eating like we discussed thermic effect of food i know this has been exaggerated in the past but this is absolutely true having high protein meals will actually help you burn more fat because body is going to spend more calories to burn these foods right to digest these foods i'm sorry right so if you if you're eating high protein meals your body will be working a little more harder to actually digest these foods right so keep these things in mind to sum it up. It is first step is to make sure you feel fuller and you eat at the right time in the day. These two are the first points that you have to understand when it comes to controlling cravings that, you know, make sure uh, you eat at the same time every day and you eat fiber rich food. Right. And the second thing that you have to keep in mind is make sure, you know, after you post your meal, what is that particular food that you're craving for? Is it sweet? Is it savory? Is it fatty food? Based on that, we can identify what are the deficiencies you're going through. And the third and the most important step is to make sure you address it. Right. The first step is to get the discipline or the consistency around everything. Second step is identification. And third step is addressing. Now, how do you address it? Either through food or supplementation. Again, do not blindly supplement something without getting your blood work done because sometimes it can not be the same thing that you're thinking about. We have to understand and look into blood reports even further to understand whether it is insulin dysregulation or magnesium deficiency. So if you're at insulin dysregulation, supplementing magnesium, that wouldn't be much helpful, right? So keep these things in mind. I hope this was helpful. Let We'll again meet in the next episode. But till that time, if you have any questions, Belly Hacker Group is a group that I have in Facebook wherein I answer all the questions and any doubts that you have around nutrition or exercise. So please feel free to join the group. And if you're already in the group, start, you know, you can ask questions to get more information out of this. And this group is basically created to make sure I add value to every individual in that group, right? Thank you so much for joining this live session and I'll see you soon.